Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some things that will slow you down out there in the field. I'll go over some ways you can speed up your day out there on your route. That way you can get home at a good, decent hour and you're not out there in the elements more than you need to be. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals' trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. One thing that I've done over the years to refine my route so that I get through my day a lot quicker, mainly because I have a lot of things that I do outside of the pool route I need to have time for during the day. So I try my best to get through my route as quickly as possible without, of course, cutting too many corners and using or creating poor service to the customers. One of the guys in the group had a really good term for it. He called it splash and dash with class, and that's moving pretty quickly through the account but also doing a job that, of course, is up to standards of your business and so the customers aren't going to complain about the pool not looking good. So one of the things that I do to help speed up the route is actually start right at the crack of dawn. I get out of my house really early in the morning, and I set my route up so that I do the pools that are where where I can go back there without creating noise. So these are the accounts where the pool is furthest, furthest from the house. Also, there's no pets back there, so no dogs are going to bark. And I set my route up in this way so that I can do the first two or three pools really early in the morning and get a head start on the day. The earlier you start, of course, logically, is the earlier you're going to finish. And so I don't waste a lot of time in that regard starting a little bit later. Another thing that I do is I get my supplies delivered to my house. Or if I'm going to pick up an order, I'll have it already on on the dock at my supplier by emailing the order in ahead of time and not waiting in line. What really slows you down is going to get supplies during the day and having to wait in line for your supplies. And one way to bypass that is to either get your supplies delivered to your house every week or to email the order in or fax. I guess fax still exists. So sending the order in ahead of time and having it ready is definitely a way to speed up your day out there. You could spend a good 30 minutes waiting in line and then waiting for your order if you don't do it this way. Of course, if there's a part you need that's an emergency, you'll have to stop, but you want to try to stock up on as many parts as possible. And that's also another thing that I do is I carry or stock a lot of parts in my garage, also in my truck, so that I'm never really having to go pick up something at the supplier. I have backwash pistons in my garage. Of course, all the O-rings for every filter, every pump out there, I have a good supply of the O-rings. I've got plenty of rainbow chlorinator parts. I think I did a video on YouTube where I show you all the spare parts. I can't remember which video that was. I have quite a few of them. Um, but I, I remember going through the parts that I carry on my truck. And I think you know having a good supply of parts is one way to prevent having to go in and get parts. Another thing also is to have a good amount of chemicals on your truck. 
I always carry some dry chemicals in case I run out of liquid so that I don't have to stop by the supplier in the middle of the day to get supplies. So this is a big time saver not having to go get supplies unless you really need them and you can save a lot of time that way starting early also. Another thing that wastes a lot of time and I mentioned this on the other podcast where I talk about some tools to speed up your day is going back to your truck for something. Probably the worst thing you can do is go back to your truck more than once or twice during your stop. This really slows you down and adds time to your day. It may not seem like a big deal, but if you don't have to go back, you're going to save a lot of time. And so I always make sure I have everything with me when I'm back there. I have enough chemicals for the pool, especially if they used it and I wasn't aware of it. Prior to that, maybe they had a party over the weekend. So I carry a couple bags of shock along with the liquid chlorine. And of course, you want to have all of your cleaning supplies there. So it's a great thing to have or to have a way of bringing everything back there. And I think a service cart or vacuum system with a cart are two of the best ways you can bring everything back there very easily without having to go back to your truck. Another thing that wastes a lot of time out there is having the vacuum pools out, especially if they don't need to be vacuumed. So if you have service agreements with your customers, make sure you specify in there that you're going to vacuum their pool when necessary. I know a lot of companies have it where they vacuum the pool every time. To me, that's a big waste of time out there, especially if the pool has a cleaner in there and there's no need to vacuum it. You would spend your time brushing, skimming, and checking the chemicals and not having to stand there and put on a show by vacuuming the pool when it's actually clean on the bottom. And definitely you want to adjust your contract so that you're not going to be um, vacuuming every pool, especially the ones that look clean. And that definitely saves you a lot of time right there if you cannot if you have a few pools you cannot vacuum on your route that day that's a great way to save time another time saver is to make sure that the filter is cleaned on a regular basis and you may not think this is a big deal or how could this translate into saving time and definitely it can because if you clean the filters on a regular schedule I do all my filters my filter cleans here in California they're all full-size filters so we do them twice a year Sometimes more than twice a year, but usually twice a year is all they need. And I would recommend timing your filter cleaning to optimize the pool water condition. Um, I guess the better way to explain it is you want to clean the filters when it's going to benefit the pool the most. And so I clean my filters in March to get ready for the season in April in California. And then I clean them again in September right before the winds hit in October, November. And this really maximizes your time and allows you to actually do the filter cleaning before the peak of the season. And then the pool will have a clean filter all through the summer season and have a clean filter all through the winter season. I found that if I wait and I find if I don't clean them in March and wait till April, the water is already starting to warm up and the pool is already being used. And you're going to have chemistry issues with algae forming, maybe the chlorine zeroing out. So it's really important to knock out the filters in March in my area because the season technically starts in April with the weather warming up and people starting to use their pool at that time. Also by cleaning it at that time you're going to get the maximum usage of the filter and so you'll get all the way through August with a filter that's running pretty effectively. If you have a D filter you would backwash it a few times in between but cleaning the filters at that time is really optimal and the reason why I clean them in September here is because the winds start to pick up in October. So at that point, you definitely don't want to be cleaning filters as well as cleaning these pools out that have heavy debris from the winds in them. And so it's optimal to clean them in September in my area. 
Plus, you're going to have a clean filter through the winter months. We don't close our pools here, and so having a clean filter during the winter months when we get a lot of rain and, of course, leaf debris is going to help the pool overall in maintaining its quality. So cleaning the filter on a regular basis is a really important thing to do. The guys and gals in Florida, you're going to have to clean your cartridge, single cartridge filters at least once a month and stay on top of that so that the pool is running optimally because that will save you time because you won't be spending a lot of time brushing algae at the pool and which takes a lot of your time. So if you had you know four or five pools with algae and you spend five or ten minutes extra brushing these pools and treating them, this adds you know 50 minutes or an hour to your day. So definitely you want to make sure the filters are clean and operating to help you not to have algae in the pool or have that issue with poor flow. And also when the filter is actually working well and flowing well, it's going to do a better job of picking up the debris on the surface with the skimmer and the automatic cleaner is going to work more effectively on the bottom of the pool with the clean filter. It's going to really work and pick up the dirt and debris for you. So these are ways you can definitely speed up your day by not wasting time with algae or with a pool not running effectively because the filter wasn't clean. When I first got into the industry, it was very common that all you had to do at a pool on a weekly basis was to check the chlorine, pH, and then once a month you would check the alkalinity. Every three months you would check the calcium hardness, and then you would check the cyanuric acid at the beginning of the season if you're having any problems with the pool, and also check the salinity at the beginning of the season. So there's no reason for you to alternate from that. The alkalinity level doesn't bounce a lot in the pool, and so you don't have to check this every week, only maybe in a new build where the plaster is fresh, then you definitely want to check it every week. But if the pool is well-established and it's older, you can get away with checking the free total chlorine and the pH, and then do the alkalinity once a month. And along with the monthly alkalinity reading, you want to also check the calcium hardness, and then you want to run the LSI if you can to see if the water is scale-forming or corrosive. There's a lot of rule of thumbs you can kind of go off of. If you've done the LSI calculation enough, you're going to know what's corrosive and what's scale-forming. And there are some rule of thumbs with the LSI that you can refer to, but the LSI is definitely an important factor in making sure that the pool is not going to be scale-forming or corrosive, and you want to make sure you make some time in your day to do that test um, at least once a month in the pools you service, if not more often if you can. Something else that I don't do that saves me a lot of time is I don't stop for lunch. So I will have a sandwich in my truck. I'll eat in my truck while I'm at a stop waiting to go in there or after I finish the stop. And eating lunch is something that I've really never done as long as I've been doing this. Once in a while I'll meet somebody and have lunch with them. But other than that, I don't eat lunch out uh, because it's just, for me it's just a time waster going there to order, getting your food. For me, I just like eating in my truck and then I don't have to worry about going anywhere outside the neighborhood that I service and it's actually also going to save you some money by not doing that but the time factor is what I look at and also if you have a pretty heavy lunch it's hard to get back into your routine and get out there and start working again so I make it a point to eat a pretty good sized breakfast in the morning and then I eat a sandwich in my truck at lunchtime and then I eat a dinner at night and so that's kind of how I speed things up is by skipping that lunch that would take up a lot of my time during the day. I also try to set up my route if I can to have the pools that are harder earlier in the day and then the easier pools later during the day. That way I can go through them more rapidly as the day is getting warmer and as it's getting closer to the time that I want to end. I'm not doing any of the heavy debris pools or the harder or larger pools. Those are all done earlier to get them out of the way 
And so the last three or four pools on my route are the ones that are in and out pools where they're really simple, they're small, they have no debris, and they're really quick. And that actually speeds up your day and makes your day a lot more pleasant when you know that the last you know, three or four stops are going to be pretty easy. Of course, you can't always do this depending on how your route is set up and how far you have to drive in between pools. But I try to do this with all my my days of my route so that the last few pools are the easiest and it's kind of downhill from there. And of course, I think having AAA is a great service to have while you're working out there in the field. I've had a flat tire change at a stop when I'm at back there servicing the pool. I've also had two or three batteries swapped out. I'm at a service account when the car wouldn't when the truck wouldn't start and of course I've had my truck break down on me on occasion and AAA is great at towing it and getting it back on the road really quickly so definitely having AAA has been a real lifesaver out there for me I don't have to worry about the battery going dead on me or the car not starting and just a little trick for you if you notice that your starter is going out which happens a lot because you're turning the car on and off you know 40 times a day just crawl underneath the car, have someone help you, where you tap the starter underneath the car with a hammer or wrench, and then you turn the ignition, and that usually gets us started. And I finish my route sometimes with the engine running, idling while I get out of the truck, finish up my route, and then I'll go to my mechanic and get a new starter put in. I think I've gone through three starters out there. So that's a little trick that I learned is just to kind of bang on it, and then turn the ignition, and that'll get the car working, and at least you can finish your day out there and not have to take it into the mechanic right away. Um, that's just a little side uh, MacGyver type tip for you. So I hope you found that helpful in speeding up your day out there. And if you're looking for more resources, of course, you can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and there's a lot of web pages there that is very helpful for you. And I also have an ebook available for $9.99. And if you're wanting to enhance your business or you're just starting out, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining that group there. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.